You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. You, you feel this this nervousness on the phone there? Sir, I've been trying to make an urgent phone call up there. I don't think it's something I want to do on an overseas phone. You got to make some phone calls. Hang up the phone. Prank call. Prank call. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Packernet After Dark. This is the call-in show of the Packernet Podcast Network. If you'd like to call in, if you'd like to participate in the show, please feel free to do so. The phone number here is 608-501-0718. New callers go directly to the front of the line. We don't have any new callers, so what's up, uh, Deflator, I guess? Hey, Ryan. This is uh, Richard from Maine, now living in San Diego, California. Yes, the weather is so much uh, sorry about that. But anyway, I was in the camp of let Joe Barry finish out the season. And now I'm in the camp of how much worse could it get? Yeah. Just get rid of the guy. Right. Come on. This was pathetic. Um, I don't know. It, it just, it was ugly. I didn't get to watch the game. I had to watch it on my phone. But I could see this coming. I could see it coming with the defense letting all these freaking yards. Come on. Give me a freaking break. You know, it's time for Joe to go. I'm sorry. That's just where I stand now. Love your content. Love everything you've started. Have a great day. Bye. Well, I definitely appreciate that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I again, I... I lean in that direction as well. I don't think it is sort of, uh, I mean, a lot of people have taken it to the extent of, you know, everybody now needs to be fired because Joe wasn't fired today. Like, okay, I, whatever. It ain't that serious to me. I'm, you know, it's, uh, again, I lean in that direction, but I I don't care so much as to say, I'm going to just lose my mind because Joe Barry wasn't fired today when I demanded it, whatever. Like I, it ain't that big of a deal to me, but um, look, he's he's not going to get fired. I mean, unless we have, you know, if we have another implosion to that caliber or degree again, I think it would be worth having the discussion. Like, okay, how about now? Like, you know, first of all, we just, I mean, if we, listen, if we lose to the Panthers, <clears throat> and this is, I, I think I've said this before, there are two situations where I see us firing Joe Barry after a game. One is after the Panthers because, you know, if assuming it's a defensive implosion and we lose to like, you know, one of the worst, if not the worst, you know, there's a couple teams in contention there, Cardinals, Panthers, Giants, freaking whatever, Washington maybe. Um, if the defense is a big part of us losing to that garbage team, it needs to be brought back to the table. I don't think it's going to happen. And I think people are going to continue to lose their mind and it'll be even more so. And Matt LaFleur is, you know, I mean, it's just like he needs this season to end badly because people are going to be calling, chanting from the stands to fire Matt LaFleur pretty soon. Um, Which again, I find that to be absurd, but that's what's, that's where we're headed. Um, Which I do think needs to be taken into account. You know, as much as I do not want teams to make decisions based on fans, I think that's what owners do. Um, They worry about fans and selling tickets and, and uh, jerseys and stuff. But at the same time, it's not just the fa- – I mean, you, you don't want this to be a cultural thing. And, and what what's happening on the outside of the locker room is going to bleed into the inside of the locker room and all that stuff. It's just – it's kind of getting ugly. Um, 
And then obviously the other one would be losing to the Bears, not only because that's a bad beat and probably kicked us out of the playoffs, but because the season just ended. So it's kind of it's kind of duh. So um, I just don't see it happening after the Vikings game. So, you know, if we lose to the Panthers, maybe, assuming the defense was bad in that game. If we lose to the Vikings, I don't think it's going to happen. And then after the Bears, obviously the season's done. Not that it's going to be immediate, though, and that's what's going to annoy some people, but Matt LaFleur is going to demand some time to uh, contemplate it, and it's just going to be what it is. So, And I think that's what's going to happen. I think people are going to want him fired after the Panthers game. It's not going to happen. They're going to want him fired after the Vikings game. It's not going to happen. They're going to want him fired the second that the season is over for the Packers, assuming we don't win out and go into the playoffs. That's not going to happen. And everyone's going to be kicking and screaming and fire Matt LaFleur and I hate this team and and Brian Gutekunst and Mark Murphy are now accountable because they should step in and da, 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 da. and then we'll hire somebody else and they'll thank Joe Barry for his time and then everybody will say, okay, good, now all is well. It's like, well, then what the heck were we kicking and screaming about all that time? Right? It's like, freaking calm down, bro. That is except for the part where we're going to hire somebody that nobody wants and then it's going to be just a freaking disaster. Uh, I am kind of in the process of digging into that a little bit, though. I'm, I'm, I'm having some fun with it because it's, it's such an impossible question to answer. I never know the right answer. Um, but it's fun. It's fun to poke around kind of like when I did quarterbacks the other week, uh, several weeks ago, cause it's like, I just never get an opportunity now that it seems like a borderline certainty, even though I probably shouldn't be that naive as to say that, but it seems very likely we're moving on from our defensive coordinator. Um, I uh, I get I'm I'm gonna dabble I'm gonna dabble a little bit. Hey Ryan, this is Dan from Indy. Hey, uh, just left the game. Sorry. Once again, disappointed. Last game I went to was the Lions Packers game last year at the very end of the year. Then now we're zero and two on the last two games I've been to. But all I got to say is uh, after last week and this week. Can, can I just interject? I, I'm, I don't. I don't want everybody that goes to a game that loses to be like Jersey Mike effect. But it feels like the only people going to games are people that go to games when the team loses a lot. Like, hey, I've been on a losing streak lately. I'm going to go to a game. Like, you know what? Stay home, bro. You know, we got to figure. Listen, I'm not saying you can't go to a game again, but we got to figure something out. You know, there's a jersey somewhere that needs to be burned. There's a candle that needs to be lit. I don't know what we got to do. But if you're on a losing streak, just let's just, let's, you know, I don't know. Like next year, what are we going to do about this? Because you're going to want to go to a game and it's like, you know, I'm just saying. Wear a different jersey, turn your hat to the side, you know, old school, like sideways cap. I don't know. Wear your underwear inside out. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Okay, you really got to go. I have been... Kind of uh, in Joe Barry's corner throughout the year, but the fact that they punted one f***ing time is ridiculous. And I know that call in the third quarter where the Dutch were on third down and they got a passing appearance call. I know we all know that's bullshit. Hell, I can tell that's bullshit from the stands at Lambeau. But uh, 34 points to the Buccaneers. Zero, like, literally no pressure on Baker. I I, I just... The Joe, the Joe Barry experiment is over. So I have to say, yeah, it's hard to be even honest with you. Like, I'm, I'm trying to play Matt LaFleur in the hot seat. 
like that. That was just uh, probably the most vanilla game I've seen all all year. But um, yeah, my thoughts on it, man. Go ah. pack. Go. I don't even feel comfortable saying that right now. So such a lackluster performance. I'm waiting up for it. Alrighty. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I've been saying. I mean, it's it's everybody has gotten more or less off the Joe Barry train. Like I said, I did the uh, the poll. It was about six percent are still on the Joe Barry train. That's about as um, I mean, you you never get a hundred percent on any poll ever, assuming you have a big enough sample size. Try it sometime. Get get a poll that has a thousand respondents in which everybody says a hundred percent something. You ain't gonna get it. Uh, but but it's it's to the point now where it's it's reached a fever pitch. I mean, ninety four percent is massive, and it's so massive that. It's now bleeding over. And like I said, now now there is consternation toward Matt LaFleur, toward Brian Gutekunst, toward Mark Murphy. And I would just implore everybody to calm down in that regard. There is an issue. Joe Barry, it will be solved. Relax. It's not going to happen probably this year. Doesn't matter because we're not going to fix it this year. It's not really about that. You could say it is. Maybe we got somebody on staff and maybe we bring them up and maybe the defense gets really good and maybe the offense figures it out. Maybe we go on a big run. Yeah, or maybe, you know, that happens with Joe Barry. It could. Happened last year. Went on a little bit of a run. We can play the maybe game in whatever direction we want, but at the end of the day, this is about building next year. There's about this year, the successes and failures, and then there's next year, what needs to be different. That's the biggest thing. But overall, as you know, because it's what I've said a thousand times, not your fault, it's just everyone's saying the same thing and I'm running out of responses, I agree. We're we're on the same page there. Hey Ryan, Pac-Man Jersey Jim. What up? Um, didn't catch the game. I was out shopping, doing a little last-minute Christmas dog. stuff. But a lot of traffic on uh, Tommy Cotton Boulevard. Um, from the score, it doesn't look like we did too good defensively. I'm gonna go watch the game. I recorded it. Me and my son are gonna watch it. He didn't even want to watch it today. Um. I kind of had a feeling we were going to lose to these guys. Being that we made, like I said last week, DeVito look like Tom Brady. Right. I'm getting the idea that we made Baker Mayfield look like uh, Peyton Manning. Yes. So I'll get back to you. And uh, go Pack Go. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you didn't have to watch it, and uh, I'm sorry for the pain and suffering that you're about to endure going back and seeing what happened, because your description is exactly accurate. Yes, hey, it's Dan from India again. What's up? And actually, um, I, I, I am. I'm past that line. I'm set up. Fired. If Joe Barry is not fired within the last, in the next two weeks, I have no faith in that with Laura. I need him to make decisive decisions when it comes to this team. And you already know. <laughs> He's not fired within the next two weeks. I am done with Matt LaFleur. Let's just say that. Unless the Packers win next week, <laughs> 30 to 6, I'm out. Done. Bye. I mean that's that's your position on it. Certainly not 
my position on it. But again, it's one of those things where it's like, if we have a position that can be changed based on the outcome next week, it's not that solid of a position. Like, I'm done with Matt LaFleur. Unless, like, next week looks good. Then I'm back in on Matt LaFleur. Which is why, again, Matt LaFleur went from a genius, which is literally what he was called, coach of the year, to he needs to be fired. Back to a genius coach of the year, back to he needs to be fired. Like, I get what you're saying. Like, I, I, I want Joe Barry fired. And so... I feel like that's the right option, and if he's not going to make that decision, then he needs to be fired. Like, you know, Even if you're right that Joe Barry needs to go today, not making the decision now as opposed to three weeks from now or four weeks or however long it takes, is that in and of itself a fireable offense? Because, you know, there's an issue of other factors, you know, like other things that the head coach does and if you fire him, all of the good qualities go bye-bye. And then you hire somebody else that might not have those qualities. And that could be problematic. And I don't want to play that game because we're annoyed. Let's keep the focus where it belongs, right? We're, we're all in on this throwing the baby out with the bathwater thing. Like, dude, the bathwater is Joe Barry. Don't throw out the baby, all right? Hi, Ryan. Pedro from Brazil here, hey. and I want to apologize in advance because I'm f***ing pissed, okay? Right. So I'm gonna, it's going to have a lot of swearing here. I, um, I, I tried to calm down after the game, and I couldn't, okay? I just couldn't. The Bears are going to have more wins than the Packers this year. That, that's well what's going to happen. Yeah. And you want to know why? First of all, this defense sucks. This defense sucks. I don't care if you have a, a bend, don't break defense or whatever. You can't leave the middle of the field without anyone. Yeah. One defender. I just want one defender in the middle of the field. <laughs> is that too much? Come yes, on, man. Every game is like this. The char- I guess the charger was like this. Today was like this. It's every time. Come on. It looks like we have like 10 people on the defense. Not 11. This is just it's garbage. Yeah. I, I, I don't care if we win out. I- and, and and honestly, that's a, a, a solid observation because that's the way I've always kind of described it. The Packers' defense always feels like they're playing with 10 guys. Really good defenses feels like they're playing with 15 guys. Like when you go up against good defenses, it's not Ben. Nobody has ever described a top five elite defense as Ben don't break. Have you ever seen a defense? Like was was the Legion of Boom Ben don't break? Where the you know 2018 Bears Ben don't break are the freaking uh, the the 49ers defense or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense where they Ben don't break no they're suffocate like there's nowhere to throw the ball you can't run the ball it's it's almost as if they have eight guys in the box and eight guys in coverage at all times they're freaking cheating they have 16 guys on the field there's nowhere to go every square inch of grass is covered every everywhere and everyone is covered if you try to run. There's nowhere to go. If you try to pass, there's nowhere to go. That's what good defenses look like. It it doesn't it doesn't make sense how there are so many people. And then when somebody gets the ball, there's four guys tackling them. How is that possible? That's what good defenses look like. And you're right. The Packers, it feel you know, and, and that's why when you look at it, it's like, well, well, you know, I don't know what we could have done differently. There's just not enough guys to cover all this space. And they just find the space and then they throw into that space. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, I I don't know. We need more guys. There's too much grass, not enough guys. 
I mean, it's it's weird because in no way is that like a scientific proof of the fact that it's a bad defense, but it's a pretty solid proof that it's a bad defense, you know? The fact that that's the description. You know, a good defense looks like there's 15 guys on the field. Is that what it feels like when you watch a Packers defense? Absolutely not. That's not a good defense. That's all there is to it. I don't care if you win the Super Bowl. I want this bum, this whole bum, Joe Barry, out of Green Bay as soon as possible. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, 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 oh, come on. He's so bad. And the offense? Come on. Come on. I mean, they, they kind of got better in the second half. But why does that Jordan Love keep throwing for like 20 yards when we need to like five yard games? And yeah. when we need five, uh, when we need 20 yard games, he throws for five yards. Come yeah. on. It's not hard. In this game, a lot of passes behind the line of scrimmage. Why? Throw the fucking ball. Jordan Love has a super arm. Everybody talks about his arm, but he doesn't throw the ball. Uh, at least not how you should. Oh, this is this is terrible. And the delay of game? Come on, delay of game playing at at, at Lambo is bull. Yeah, it's bull. You can't have delay of game playing home. I'm just sick of it. I, I, I'm sick. I'm sick. We uh, some players played well. Um, some receivers uh, took a craft, but overall, bull performance, especially uh, on the defense. Special defense. Baker Mayfield looked like Tom Brady. Oh my God! This was like 2020 game against the the, the Bucks all over. That's bullshit. Yep. <laughs> I maybe that's just what we're gonna do now. It's just you vent, I say yep, and then we go to the next call. Anyways, why don't we take our first break? Uh, Patreon.com forward slash pack underscore daddy is where you can support the podcast. Um, otherwise, hit me up on Venmo, Packernet Podcast. If, by the way, I just thought of this, you would like the donation to uh, represent some kind of a podcast episode as like a bonus, go ahead and throw that in the description. Otherwise, like I said, reach out or whatever. Up to you, whatever you want to do. Um... Yeah, we'll take a break. We'll be back for some more Pedro, who's got more to say. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing. But they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. 
Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. One more thing that I forgot to, to, to mention. Uh-huh. I just can't stand third and long plays against the Packers. Always the first down. I, 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 I swear to God, I, I rather uh, the Bucks or whatever who, who, who's playing the Packers have a, 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 a third and fourth. Yes. Uh, a third and four yard, then a third and 12. I don't know what happened with the defense. It's just so bad at third and long and fourth downs. It's just so bad. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I just want Joe Barry fired. I can't stand anymore. No. Oh, my God. If we finish behind the Bears this year, I'm going to find that 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 trip guy that, that called here uh, um, Saturday or something, and I, and I'm going to go with him, put fire in Joe Barry's house. You know, <laughs> I, I don't care. I don't care. The Bears and Justin Field can't finish with more victory than the Packers, especially because they are going to have the, the, the first pick of all. It's I don't want to even talk about it. So that's it. Um, I'm sorry for the rant, but I'm just sick of it. Okay. Yeah, I mean the Bears are five and nine, the Packers are six and eight. We lose, they win. I mean, I mean, th- th- there's not only a chance that the Bears could be looking. Well, let me put it this way: <laughs> this is where it really sucks. The Bears are going to be in a position to do something to the Packers out of the way. If the Packers go on a win, so that's that's three wins in a row, right? So if we win-win, or no, it's not. It's two wins in a row. So if we win the next two games, then the um, the Bears have the opportunity to beat us and knock us out of the playoffs, okay? If we don't win the next two games, the Bears have the Cardinals and the Falcons coming up. An unbelievably winnable game. If we lose one single game and they beat the Cardinals and the Falcons, they'll be playing for an opportunity to beat us. If we lose both games, well, then we're just kind of screwed. We need to depend on them to lose one of these games, and then we're fighting to not be in last place. But there's a very good chance they're either going to be trying to kick us out of the playoffs, or it's going to be a battle for third place in the NFC North, which is really crazy if you think about it from the standpoint of, of where we're at. We are There's one game that makes a difference between fourth in the NFC North, potentially, and the playoffs. Like, let's just say we beat Carolina. If we... That next week, that Vikings game makes all the difference. If we beat the Vikings, then we're playing the Bears to get in the playoffs. If we lose to the Vikings, we're playing the Bears to not be fourth in the NFC North. How freaking crazy is that? (laughs) That's insane. Oh, and uh, legally obligated to uh, say that I do not condone the burning of Joe Barry's home. 
with mass quantities of paper along with truck drivers that may be passing through that area. Just just so we're all clear. Hey, Kyle from Madison. I Howdy just wanted doody. to add to my earlier comment about our defense making people into all-world players. You can add Baker Mayfield to that. He authored the first ever perfect quarterback rating at mm. Lambeau and looked like the first, second, and third coming of John L.A., Tom Brady, Joe Montana, you, whoever you guys fill in the blank. Um, just to finish off the postmortem, man, Mondre Campbell looks uh, like there just ain't anything left in the tank, man. There are some, some eye-popping plays there from him today. Um, I guess on a, on a lighter note, I thought the offense looked... Looked okay, man. I mean, uh, that one throw at Reed was was pretty ridiculous. I think Love uh, Love ended with like a seventy-something percent uh, completion percentage, and I believe he was like a hundred and eleven rating um, with two touchdowns, no picks. I think he did have the one fumble. Um, so it's, I guess it's looking good, Ryan, for your. Hold on, let me, I just want to make sure I'm not telling tales. Hey, here we go. So right now he's at 3,368 yards, and he has 25 touchdowns, 11 interceptions with three games to go. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, just a shade over, what, shade over 200 is what he needs a game, something like that. There you go. Yeah. Yep, he needs 632 yards to eclipse Four thousand. So I mean, I guess there's that. We can we can uh, enjoy that. I guess uh, our quarterback may very well hit four thousand. Probably it looks like the projections right now are four thousand one hundred eleven yards and thirty one touchdowns, fourteen picks. It's just one of the projections I've seen. So hey, we'll see what happens there. Um, I did just watch the Matt Lafleur press conference and. Yeah, I mean, I think, I know everybody wants him to come out and say, like, we will drag Joe, Joe Barry right. from his house and burn him alive in the streets of Green Bay, right? That everybody wants to hear. But, um, I mean, Matt LaFleur is too classy for that. But I did think it was telling his responses to the reporters. I mean, at one point he said, like, you know, now isn't the time for that. But it's just the way he said it. It sounds like he was acknowledging that that would happen. No, he wouldn't say that. But after watching that, I am now more convinced than ever, like, Barry's done. Yeah. Maybe today, but probably after the season. All right. Talk to you later. Well, I mean, the, the most telling thing for me, honestly, I mean, it's funny because a lot of people are upset because they seem to be throwing the players under the bus, but it's like, are they really, though? Because, you know, the entire press conference was like, well, yeah, the, the, the problem is miscommunication. Okay, what's the solution? Matt LaFleur says the solution is he needs to be involved more with the defense. Oh, that's interesting. Why is that? I thought it was a player problem, but but you're going to fix it by, what, coaching them? Interesting. So the problem is the coaching, correct? Seems to be that that's what Matt LaFleur is saying the problem is. So, Otherwise, he wouldn't need to do that. that. That doesn't fix anything because coaching isn't the problem. What is having another coach in there going to do? So that, to me, was sort of the, the big alarm bells. When you are the defensive coordinator and the head coach says, I'm going to have to come in there and help you do your job, you know that your time is running out. 
At least you should know that. Well, that was fun to watch. Nico again. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know anything else to say other than this defense just looked like it didn't give a crap. You know? Mm-hmm. I think every throw seemed to be right in the middle. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to give Devondre Campbell crap. Um, I know at this time of the year, you, you, you got to play with the cards you have. Um, maybe he's our best middle linebacker. Uh, if that's the case, we certainly need a new one. Um, he couldn't, oh, I don't think he could guard me for crying out loud. And I'm not nearly as spry and fast as I used to be. He just looks slow and old and like, like he should have retired two years ago. Maybe his knee injury just, you know, clipped his wings. I don't know. Um, but uh, I, the call I made a couple days ago that I think probably got washed out, I don't even want to talk about this game. What, do you, what can you say? Is that um, <clears throat> you maybe become a, 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 a whatchamacallit, a, a draft freak now. I used to yes. hate the draft. Now I got another one, boys. So here's what I want. I'm going to put an order for some beefy dudes for the offensive line. Okay. Maybe not beefy. I mean, I think we're not too far away there. I just want some beef on the line. Mm-hmm. I think we need a safety and a running back. Um, it was nice to have a Jones back, and he did what he could, but clearly he's at the end of his game. <clears throat> Dylan, I think we already know what Dylan is. He's good for 65, 70 yards and running sideways and being goofy and every once in a while running somebody over. But he's not a break. He's not that difference maker. He's like a second string back. Um, we need a safety. Back when the you know the world was right, we had Butler. Um, he solidified our entire defense. After that, we had the other guy, thirty six. I forget the guy who had to retire early. Who we won the second Super Bowl with. Um, <clears throat> I would like a safety too as well. So yeah, I want some beef on the line. Um, I think we're good with receiver, freaking Dontavian Wicks out there running. Looked like he couldn't walk. And he was our best receiver today. Frick, man. When that, that guy comes into his own, him and Reed should just be amazing. I still love Christian Watson, don't get me wrong. Because clearly when he's up there, we can't stress nothing. So beef on the line, the running back and a safety. And, uh, hey, I don't know, how about a new defensive coordinator? <laughs> this one, you know, say what you want. I got to call back. Can I put in an order for a new defensive coordinator, please? All right. Say what you want. I know there are probably not many people defending him, but there are people saying, hey, the guys, you know, are doing what they're uh, – maybe they don't know the scheme. I, I don't really care. The, we need a new fed defensive coordinator um, because this one clearly can't teach the guys his scheme. You know, I think Matt LaFleur's comments last week, I'm sure he's already made some today. I don't really watch the after the game stuff. Where he said, I don't know why they're playing so off. You know, and there was, there was people complaining, well, what was the prevent? You call it a ham sandwich. They were playing off. If it's third and nine and you're 10 yards back, that's, I don't care if there's 15 dudes in the box and the receiver is nine yards in front of them. Uh, you're not, you're not playing good defense. That's playing off. Prevent, ham sandwich, whatever you call it, it's crap. Yeah. So, Chucker Bob made a mention of, you know, maybe a new scheme. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to that. <clears throat> I don't want another mealy mouth, you know, three, four defensive guy that's just going to be soft on the run. Because yeah. look, we're soft on the run, and hey, with a 
with an extra added combo, we're soft on the pass as well. I think that's just a win-win, folks, at least for the other team, not necessarily for this team. So, yeah, if we want to go 4-3, I mean, I know you have to change up some personnel when you do that. If it's just as simple as saying, hey, uh, um, Rashawn, Gary, and uh, that other guy, Luke Benes, you are now defensive end, if that's all it takes, and maybe a couple more different types of linebackers, I'm all for it. Uh, at least we could stop one thing, you know. At least we could, if we could only stop the run, that'd be great because we can't do anything right now. So, uh, uh, yeah. And you know, you're right. Trucker Bob has that kind of, like, that slow, methodical, like, as he's talking to you, he's, like, sharpening a knife, you know, and, and, and wrapping the floors and ceilings yeah. in plastic. Don't get me wrong. And if you're listening to this, Bob, uh, it's not, it's, it's, I look, it's a compliment. Yeah, All right. Big time. Uh, so yeah, uh, love that. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Jersey Mike, don't ever go to a game again. I'm gonna go down there and light the match on your house. I, I, apparently you're in Texas. I'm kidding, but uh, just just for all you know fairness, I've been to two pack games. They won one, they lost the other, so it's clearly not my fault. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm exempt. So yeah, just we gotta fix stuff. I'm I'm really okay with the offense. All of our young receivers really are. I love I love Tucker Craft. Every week I love Tucker Craft more. Um, but for crying out loud, we need to move on, dude. For crying out loud, we need to uh, fix our line. I want some beef. Yes, and a running do. back. Give me a Bishon Robinson too, and a safety. And uh, go back, go. You definitely want some beef. And, yeah, I, I didn't notice that about Trucker Bob until he started talking about burning people's houses down. And I'm like, bro, his voice sounds like a horror movie serial killer guy. I don't know how to describe it, but as I'm listening to him say it, I'm like, this voice syncs up real well with the conversation. And it's freaking me out. What's going on? It's Omar the Firefighter. So, how you doing? Like crap, I'm sure. Like I'm feeling... It's raining in VA right now, um, just like it's raining on the Packers parade and how things been going for us. Um, I didn't get a chance to call earlier about the whole uh, Jersey Mike curse. Um, I was going to say keep going to games, Jersey, because uh, I was like that for a while, too. I had to go to, like, a couple of games. Before I saw him win, uh, I remember going to see the Ravens when they had Kyle Bowler. That was my that was my first time ever going. I was like my rookie year at the fire department, and uh, we made Kyle Bowler our defense made him look like Tom Brady paid men. Like he threw for like four hundred yards or something like that, ridiculous. And everybody know Kyle Bowler sucks. So uh, that was the first time. That was Aaron Rodgers' rookie year too. And um, he got to play the second half, and he didn't even look good. It was just a horrible experience. Then I went again when we played the Redskins. That was the year we won the Super Bowl, and we lost, and everybody got hurt. Michael Philly broke his, like, fibula or whatever. And I remember it was a guy, it was a Pakistan. He was so mad at the game. He was, like, screaming, cussing, destroying stuff. I was mad, too, but I was like, hey, guys, chill out. Like, he was just acting... <laughs> ridiculously off, like, what the fuck, mother, like, what the, he, was, he couldn't believe we lost because the Redskins was a bad team, too. So, uh, we ended up winning the Super Bowl that year, and I kind of was thinking, like, 
Hey man, I wonder how happy he is because he like destroying <laughs> stuff and getting pissed off. Like <laughs> I'm sure he's probably doing the same thing, but happy, you know. Anyway, um, I have some news to give everybody. I apologize. Uh-oh. So I don't know if you remember when I said I won my Jordan Love jersey uh, after week one after I won my bet. So I have a white Jordan Love jersey. And every single time I have worn that this season, we lost. Come on, man. So being that Jersey Mike had the curse, I was like, man, forget this curse. Like, he, we're going to break this curse. I'm going to wear this jersey. Even though we're not away, it's a away jersey. It's white. I said, even though we're playing the Lambo, I'm going to wear it today just because, like, we're going to win this game. And we lost. Oh. So I'm letting y'all know I'm wearing this jersey the whole year. We need to be good enough to beat these curses. That's all I want to say. Dang. I love y'all guys. Firefighter out. Omar Firefighter out. Love y'all. Bye. You guys are hurting my heart, man. You 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 just you know what? Just be honest, Omar. You want the picks, man. That we need to be good enough to beat these curses. You can't beat a curse, and you know that, Omar. You can't fool me, man. You're you're over there looking at Malik neighbors rubbing your hands together. Right, you're trying to get Joe Alt, Fashanu, over there looking at Brock Bowers and Latu break these curses. You know, you you take me for a fool, Omar. I'm not as stupid as I sound. I promise. Um, <laughs> that's a lie. I am way dumber than I make myself out to be. Why don't we take a break? We'll come back, and uh, we actually have another call from Omar. So we'll find out more about how we're going to break curses and how we're going to lose the rest of the season and be worse than the Bears, and then hopefully actually get a pretty good pick and pick a really good player on offense, I hope. Uh, No offense to uh, Mr. Latu, who looks fantastic and all, but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Jersey Mike, go to the rest of the games. Go to the game for the rest of the year. Let's put a GoFundMe together so that Jersey Mike can go to every single game this year. That would actually be funny. We want the picks, and we want Joe Barry fired. We want to make sure it happens. And to make sure it happens, we are going to fund all of the tickets and travel expenses for Jersey Mike to go to all the rest of the game. I'm down. Like we got to talk to Jersey Mike and see if he has the availability, if he can take off work. I'll throw in a couple bucks. I mean, it's going to take a lot of us. It's not going to be cheap, and I'm not putting in a ton of money. But if you people want to do it, I mean, he's going to have to document it. Right, we're gonna need some content out of this. I want to see video. We got to put it up on the Packernet YouTube. But um, I don't know. It's just it's it's something something to think about. Jer- let's start with Jersey Mike answering the question: Can you even swing it? And we'll go from there. But anyways, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Hey, uh, this is uh, Omar Firefighter calling again. Um, I just wanted to clarify that, yeah, now I don't want us to lose the rest of that game, uh-huh. but I am going to wear this jersey mm-hmm. because we need to play better to break all these curses. Yeah, sure. Um, so that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I do uh, wear the jersey all the rest of the year and we do lose, we get a high draft pick. <laughs> so I don't want that again, exactly. but we need to play better. Um, as far as it's, love, I don't think he played terribly bad to like say replace him, but the defense did, and I think Joe Barry should probably got fired like ASAP because uh, the offense was looking 
looking all right for the most part. You know, we got some pressure. But um, I don't know if Tampa Bay, because they probably going to make the playoffs, so their coach probably won't get fired. But if he was to get fired, we should get, make him the highest-paid defensive coordinator. He is an excellent defensive coordinator. And I really believe that we won't ever win a championship until we get a good defensive coordinator. I know we're going to be an offensive football team all the time. I get it. But we need to get, like, a hard-nosed defense coordinator. I don't know who the best one is, but whoever got a top-five defense, especially somebody who can, like, take a bad team, you know, and make them good, man, we need to just do what we need to do. Just like how we try to fix the special teams, and it kind of did, I guess, for at least that one season. Made the highest-paid special team. Coach, we need to do that with defensive coach. Like, we can't be cheap. I know we like being cheap in uh, Green Bay. You know, we like trying to save money. But we can't do that with this defense. Defense is just, we got too much talent to be that bad. Um, but we, you know, we were playing with backups, and I get that too. We had backup safeties, backup corners. Um, but I, I kept watching, and we kept, you know, they needed three yards, and you still having people 15 yards back. It's not making a lot of sense to me at all. So uh, I think maybe if we if we can cut Campbell and save money, probably need to do that as well. Um, I definitely think we should keep uh, Jones though in running back. Just let him play out his last year. Um, see if he'll take a pay cut. He probably won't. But even if you don't, let Dylan go. Dylan is not the answer. Draft one. I'm just looking. I'm just kind of looking for. Start looking at the college players and looking for the draft, man. That's all I'm kind of doing right now. Don't keep this losing thing going. But anyway, Jersey Mike, don't give up, man. Go to these games. We're going to break it eventually. <laughs> all right. Well, I appreciate you sort of kind of trying to be a little bit honest about the whole getting picks thing. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't know, man. It's so I, I don't think I've ever felt this way before where it's like I'm, I'm excited to start the offseason. Like, I'm ready for the offseason now. Uh, maybe that's just part of the whole podcast thing where it's like, this is a year-round process for me. It's not like there's the football season and then there's that time where I pretend that I still like football, but I don't. No, this is year-round, man. There is a dead period where there's nothing going on that kind of sucks, but we still keep powering through and thinking through stuff and working on stuff. Um, We did what we came here to do. Um, I just have a couple other answers, which is, are we going to the playoffs or not? And, um, you know, give me a couple extra numbers in terms of how things pan out these next couple games. But, like, let's just get through it. You know, let's get it over with and let's move on. Let's figure out what we got to do. Like, let's start talking defensive coordinators. Let's start looking at draft prospects. Let's start looking at free agency. Let's start looking at 2024, the season, like what we got going on. Heck, we could talk a little bit about the 2025 draft. We can, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm so far into uh, off season mode, I'm ready to start looking ahead to 2025 <laughs> like, that's how stupid i am it's like we haven't even started 2024 yet it's like yeah but i like i wonder who's over there in 2025 you know what i mean like i wonder what that crop's looking like but uh yeah i mean hopefully we do good and stuff that'd be great hey Ryan, it's nate um so obviously lost i didn't even watch the game because i just I, I got that feeling and uh and i've obviously i'm on the more realistic side but i just I just don't think this is the season, guys. Like, I, I know everybody wants to keep holding out that hope that we're, you know, going to sneak into the playoffs and make this crazy run. Guys, I don't – this team is not built for that. It's just not built for that. Not with Joe Barry running the defense. 
you gotta you gotta swallow that pill. You gotta swallow that pill. Well, and we we had our opportunity. It was it was laying at our feet. We just had to beat like one of the worst teams in football in the Giants. Um, and then you know try to duke it out against Tampa Bay. I mean, it was it was sitting there right for for right for the taking. Um, I don't even think it's necessarily the case that this team wasn't built for the playoffs. I mean, that was true maybe prior to the Chargers game, but once we set ourselves up after that Chiefs game, it was done. It was right there. And this team is definitely good enough to beat enough teams in front of it to get into the playoffs. I mean, the fact that you've got five games coming up, you can lose two and you're almost a lock to get in. I mean, come on, man. You are... I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say to that. But now you blew it because you had a two-game cushion. Well, no, a three-game cushion, right? You, you could lose three games and waltz into the playoffs, which is freaking insane. So that was six, five weeks, and we can lose three. No, 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 never. I was right the first time. We can't lose any more games. You had a two-game cushion where you could lose two, and you're guaranteed to get in, and you blew that two-game cushion in the first two games before you even get to Carolina. <laughs> I mean, you could have beat the Giants, lost to Tampa, beat Carolina, and it's like, okay, well, you beat the two teams that you definitely weren't going to lose to. You lost to the one team that was kind of mediocre. I'm kind of nervous, but you only need to win one of these next two games against the Vikings and the Bears, and you're in. But nope, we burned our cushion. You lost to the freaking Giants. You lost to the freaking Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home. Now there's no cushion. And now do I expect you to win three in a row? Of course not, because you just lost two in a row to two pretty bad teams. One terrible team that doesn't have a quarterback and in, in, in an offensive line and everything else, and then one team that is, is if there's any team more injured than the Packers, it's Tampa Bay. So, yeah. So at this point, you're right. And it's going to make everything way better because now we can actually start focusing more on the draft. And I am officially team lose out the rest of the season. I think we need to get a little bit higher of a draft pick, um, you know, move us up a little bit. But the main reason is if, you know, we already lost to two bad teams in a row now. But I'm saying, like, you know who we're going to be playing is Carolina. Carolina just won, so now they're not 1-10 or whatever anymore. they got two wins, which means if we bomb that game, they are then – not going to have the first overall pick anymore. I, I think it's going to be between them and the Cardinals because it's going to be close. But basically, if we can help the Carolina Panthers get on a little winning streak here, we could tank the Bears' first overall pick. So, Well, and it's funny because the Bears are actually playing uh, Arizona. So if either way, the Bears have to win one of those games. So if we did lose, which would be sad, the uh, Carolina Panthers would move to 3-12. and 12, And then you'd have New England and Arizona. And if either of those teams lose, they're at 3-12. and 12. So if the Bears lose, then Arizona moves to 4-11, and 11, which then the, the Bears would lose, move to whatever, 5-10. And, and but, um, but yeah, if the Bears win, which of course they feel like they want to, but if the Bears win, then they move further away, so they, they, they could jump potentially out of the top 10 with their pick because the number 6, number 7, number 8, number 9 teams are all at 5 and 9, so they will be at 6 and 8. The 6 and 8 team, or at, uh, excuse me, 6 and 9, the 6 win teams are Atlanta, Green Bay, and Las Vegas. So if those teams lose, 
they will be at six and nine. So you will be potentially, depending on who else wins and loses, whatever. I mean, you could fall out of the top 10. They have the fifth pick right now. They could fall out of the top 10 if they win. And if they win, Arizona stays at three and 12, which Carolina then would be at three and 12. So they could actually lose the number one pick and fall out of the top 10 in one week. In fact, if Arizona and New England both lose, I don't know what the tiebreakers is. Actually, you know what? I can find out. Let's find out. All right, so in the scenario we were talking about with three teams being 3-12, and 12, unfortunately, Carolina is still the freaking number one pick, which sucks. So all that would happen, and then we would still need Carolina to win another game on top of it. Such bullcrap. But anyways, um, then we would have, for example, the Bears and Packers both at 6-9. and nine. The Bears would have the number nine pick, Packers number 10. Now, I didn't simulate every other game, but just to show you, they dropped from 5-9 to nine with the potential of Carolina dropping down, not only not having the number one, number two pick, but potentially could be sitting at number three or worse if they win another game, because Washington also has four wins. I also, just for fun, had um, had it sort of simulate the rest of the season, but I had us losing all the rest of our games. It has the draft order as New England number one, the Giants number two, Chicago number three with Carolina's pick, and then Chicago wouldn't pick again until 7, and we pick at 8. So they would still be ahead of us. But if Chicago wins against Arizona... So they had them losing two in a row. If they don't do that, then we have the 7th pick. They have the 10th pick. And actually, the, the Bears' first pick is at 5. So a lot of ball game left, folks. Look at that as a goal. And um, I know Kyle from Madison, we're supposed to do uh, some kind of a little debate thing. Mm-hmm. First of all, the fact that you're from Madison, not a great start. Madison is the whole capital of Wisconsin. Um, I hate that city so much, actually. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to like attack the place you're from, Kyle. I'm sure you really like it. Maybe it's a great place for you to live. I can't stand that city. I hate going to their 87-way intersections and having to like jackknife my car yep. 180 degrees to take a right-hand turn. And the fact that nobody there actually stops for red lights, they just blow right through them. And it's just like a thing that everybody does there. But regardless, um, we gotta, we, we just gotta stop with the excuses. It's not a good team. Um, I'm not saying anything bad about Jordan Love. I love Jordan Love. Um, I think, I actually think he's, uh, he's gonna be a good, I think he's gonna make some real improvements next year. I believe in him. People I don't believe in, Joe Barry has got to go immediately. Like he should not have a job. Right now, as I'm making this phone call, he shouldn't have a job, but he probably will. Matt LaFleur, he needs to be in more of a hot seat right now because just, like, I love his offensive scheme, but he is just not the kind of leader that we need right now. We we need somebody to be respected and a little bit feared, I think. You know, it's a young team. They need a strong leader, and I just don't think that he has that. Um, and I'm tired of the excuses of, like, the, the team's very young. Like, God, we've, they've played almost a full NFL season now. That's a bullshit excuse. A lot of these guys are year two, a lot of these, you know, year three. Like, this is not, it shouldn't be like. So a lot there. Probably should have paused it a bunch of times. I'm going to forget everything. First of all, Milwaukee is the crap hole central of uh, of Wisconsin, more so than Madison, I would say, by a, a freaking mile. But yeah, Madison isn't great. Um, I do remember, like, I wouldn't say the first time, but but like driving downtown where I, I get what you're saying. It's like, whoever came up with it, like, how hard is it to do straight lines? You know what I mean? Like that's one thing Milwaukee has. It's like Highway 100 is 108th Street. You know, you know how you can find 108th Street. 
Well, if you're on like 43rd Street, you can go west a bunch of times until you get there. Like, it's just, it's intuitive. It's one and then two and then three and then four and five and six and seven. And it just keeps going. It's a freaking grid. You have some that go east and west and some that go north and south. Madison is just like, we're going to squiggle around. We're going to like bring this and connect. We want this to connect up here, but we got to like loop around the lake. And it's like, oh my good Lord. And yeah, people just, as far as like blowing through red lights, I don't know about that, but like just walking across the street. Pedestrians are the most entitled. I, I, it's, it's unbelievable that there aren't like 5,000 fatalities from people just walking out in the middle of the street. They just walk and they don't look. They're on their phones and they'll just walk across and expect you to slam on your brakes. There are actually a lot of like bikes and stuff that in pedestrians that get hit by cars because they just just go walking out in front of a friggin' bus. Morons. Go figure. College town full of morons. Actually makes sense. Um, what else was talked about? Yes, DC needs to be fired. Uh, again, as far as the Matt LaFleur thing, I mean, we can go get Vic Fangio. He's a hard-nosed guy that'll, that, that'll be feared and everything else. Um, he's going to suck as a head coach. So, I mean, if we're prepared to watch our offense just go back to, like, late-stage Mike McCarthy where nothing works and nothing makes sense and it's really boring, but at least, like, guys are afraid of the coach, then that's fine. I don't want to do that. I want play calling. That's what I want. That is the number one thing I want. Now, maybe you can just go find a new OC, but again, I I think we miss or, or, or massively underestimate what we have with Matt LaFleur. You got to remember, remember that freaking series that came out in the offseason? Everybody's raving about it and how there were like four guys and how they're super smart and everything. We have one of those four guys. And all four guys are really smart. And all four guys are really doing a great job. And there are not just a dime a dozen play callers that are just going to be able to do what Matt LaFleur can do. There are not. You get rid of him because you're upset that he didn't fire somebody and, and, and our offense goes to crap. I am going to be pissed at you forever. We have what we need. I don't want it changed. Stop trying to mess with my stuff. And then as far as the young team thing, I mean, first of all, it is a young team. And that is like one full year doesn't mean jack squat. We hear all the time about year three is like when people start to figure stuff out. So the fact that like rookies are still making rookie mistakes, but they shouldn't because it's the end of the year is I, I don't I'm not on board with that. But at the same time, we are seeing growth, and that's what you want, right? I mean, I'm, the, the defense is its own thing. That, that that's not doesn't even apply to the defense. It, it's not even a young team. It's a young offense. So from a young offense, you expect mistakes, but you expect growth, and that's exactly what we're getting, in my opinion. We're, I expect mistakes. We're getting mistakes, but there's less mistakes, and there's more good things. I mean, we've seen obvious growth from from who? We, we saw it from Luke Musgrave. We saw growth from Tucker Craft. We saw growth from Jordan Love. We saw growth from Jaden Reed. We've seen growth from Rasheed Walker. I mean, pretty much everybody that's... Who, who is new on our offense this year that hasn't shown any kind of growth? I don't know. I, I think that's... I think I just listed everybody, didn't I? Who did I miss? Oh, Wicks. How you feeling about Wicks? We good with Wicks? All right. So, I think we're good. <laughs> and again, that's a po- that is a coaching positive. This is one of the issues I have is I think with the coaches, we, we only see the negatives and we refuse to see the positives. And we think if we throw, some, throw this out and fix the negatives, that all the positives just stay. We really need to take an inventory of all the things that are going well, every single one of them, and then look at the things that you don't like that you think a different coach can fix. Are you willing to let all those other things go to zero to fix these things in this column? Because that's entirely possible. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's possible. You get one guy to fix one issue, 
and all the other issues are in flux. And you got to flip a coin to see how that's going to turn out. And, and you don't even know that you're going to fix the issue that you want to fix. Well, he's hard-nosed, so maybe the, the guys will respect him more. Here's the problem. If the team sucks, they're not going to respect him. I don't care how mean he is. It's just about winning. It always just comes down to winning. You win, and they love you. You lose, they don't like you so much. And that's when all the whining has. It's when Devondre Campbell goes online and starts whining. I'm not playing hurt anymore because everybody makes fun of me when I play hurt and I don't play well, so I quit. Okay, dude. Sorry your feelings got hurt. Sorry the millions of dollars aren't incentive enough for you to do your job. And what you want is is the millions of dollars and affirmation from everybody when you don't play well. Otherwise, you quit. Okay. <laughs> Refuse to play without affirmation from strangers. What kind of stupid crap is that? Anyways, three minute got him. Let's finish uh, Nate's second call and then uh, we'll be donezo. Sorry, I got cut off there, but uh, but yeah, my my statement stand. It's uh, it's not good enough. Team's not good enough. Um, but you know, I'm not I'm not gonna. The reason I call myself a realist and not like you know a pessimist is I actually think that this team has just a fantastic base. Like we have a great right. base. We've got a quarterback, and that's what I agree with, and why I want to change as little as possible. It, it may happen that we need to overhaul a couple other things. But I don't want to go into a freaking full teardown. Like, we're already going to get a new owner soon. We're getting a new DC. If we get a new head coach and, and, and you know, a new bunch of defensive pieces and, like, it's, it's, there goes our base. Like, we don't have a base anymore. Let's leave the base intact. Let's change the one thing that we know is a problem, and let's go from there and see how it goes. I don't want to screw with all this other stuff. We've got some offensive line pieces. We've got a great group of wide receivers. And we have a lot of talent on this defense. There's a lot of talent there. It's just not being utilized the way that it needs to be utilized because Joe Barry's a fucking moron. Just watching, like, I've watched the defense, and I know, I know there are better schemes out there. I know there are better defensive coordinators out there in my heart of hearts because other teams are doing better with less talent than we have. Right. There are, like, the Chiefs. The Chiefs seem to have a better defense than we do, and or the Lions. The Lions seem to have a better defense than we do sometimes, and they have nothing. They have none of the talent that we have. So there's just, there's no more excuses for this, and I know everybody's kind of on that train. So um, it's just not good enough. Uh, this this team is not the one, um, and and I don't think we're going anywhere. So I say let's go to the draft. Um, if you you may have had to purge my last call, um, but I was uh, talking about some receiver prospects that I want you to look into. And I know I uh, I was kind of talking to you about doing a um, a paid version of this, but mm-hmm. maybe you'll give me this last one for free. Xavier Leggett. Um, he's a wide receiver. I think he's going. For the record, we don't need to play the rest of the call because um, I am going to make that a bonus episode. In fact, I'm hoping to get that done today. We'll see if I have time. That way we'll be able to do it for tomorrow. Um, it's kind of a new thing, so I got to try to figure out on top of, like, first of all, we don't really need ads because it's already a sponsored show, so I don't need to worry about ad breaks. Probably feel like I need some new music. I know I don't, but I want to. You know, these are things we gotta we gotta sort out a little bit. But I am gonna leave it at that. And Nate, I'm gonna get to work on. Uh, well, I gotta do the other podcast, but then I'm gonna get to work on looking at those prospects. All right. But I'll leave it at that. You guys have a good rest of your day. I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye bye. <laughs>